Hi, welcome to Audio Essays from My Closet. My name is Joseph, and I am actually recording this episode from my closet. So, here it is, another episode of Audio Essays from My Closet. Hopefully, you're listening to this episode because you listened to the first one. And if you haven't, go ahead and check it out. I mean, it's free. As I was writing the script for this episode, I just got this kind of excitement. You feel like, ooh, I've really got something. This is a topic I've had written down for so long, years. The fact I'm finally getting around to putting it into an actual form of some kind is really exciting. And hopefully, uh, as you listen to this episode, you really pick that up. So, what's this episode that I'm so excited about? I'll give you a hint. It was in the sentence that I just said earlier. Uh, given up? I mean, I probably would too. That was the weirdest hint I could have ever given for anything. Well, question marks. We see them all the time when we open our phones to text our friends, writing emails. But as you listen to this episode... Hopefully you start thinking more about how that one little character had such an impact. So, here it is. The importance of question marks. I remember the day I got my wisdom teeth removed. I'm sure a lot of people do. Honestly, I was pretty boring. I know there are a lot of funny stories of people uh, recovering from anesthesia. Uh, I mean, probably one of the most famous you all have probably heard of is David after the dentist. But I was really boring. All I remember was waking up feeling really groggy. And honestly, it felt like I was dreaming the entire time that I, as I was recovering from the anesthesia. One bright side was that I was able to go on a huge Netflix binge. What was my drug of choice? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was feeling nostalgic, okay? But what's the thing I still remember from that Netflix binge? It was a topic or sentence, chapter name. I don't even remember quite what it was. But it was written on the chalkboard in the background of one of the scenes. Maybe I was still recovering from the anesthesia. But that random topic, words, whatever you want to call it, it had an impact for some reason. What was it? The importance of question marks. I don't know what PA or on-set director thought about it. They most likely were just throwing around ideas of what would be on the on a chalkboard in a classroom. I had a lot of free time, and I was still recovering from this from the anesthesia and strong medication I was given. So I had a lot of time to think about it. I didn't do much of it. I didn't write some grand poem, essay, or podcast about it. I didn't even know what a podcast was at the time. Those were very dark times indeed for me. I just liked the ring of it. So I wrote it down on the whiteboard in my room, and it stayed there. Long after the anesthesia wore off, I thought about it. The importance of question marks. So I decided to make an episode about it. As I looked more into it and began to think about it, I just, I began to realize what exactly was the importance of question marks. And as I thought about it and did more research, 
I realized that that one little character has a lot more impact on our lives than we would think. To begin our discussion about question marks, let's go back to the beginning. Where did we get the question mark? Lynn Truss, an English author, journalist, novelist, and radio broadcaster who became famous for her book about the correctness and aesthetics of the English language, believes that one of the earliest forms of the question mark appeared in about in the late 8th century. The early question mark resembled, quote, a lightning dash striking from right to left. This lightning dash was believed to denote annotation or a change in how the sentence was read. Think about it. When we use a question mark, the way our voice sounds changes. For example, I like salad. But if you add a question mark to it, it becomes, I like salad? So over time, the lightning mark eventually merged and became part of the period at the end of sentences. And that's just one theory about how the question mark came to be. Another theory is that the question mark started as tilde. For those who are unfamiliar, uh, a tilde is a grapheme, the smallest unit of text, and it affects how a letter is pronounced. If you're not sure exactly what a tilde looks like, think of the squiggle that's on top of letters such as N in Spanish. It's common in the Romance languages such as Spanish, Portuguese, and French. For example, San Jose or San Miguel. Similar to the first theory, this theory also supposes that the tilde eventually morphed into the question mark since usually it would be followed at the end of a sentence by a period. The other theory is that the question mark originated from the Latin word for question, questio. I'm sure some Roman scholar or emperor is rolling over in their grave based on how I pronounce that, but give me a break. The word eventually became abbreviated to QO. Later on, the Q and the O were written on top of one another, with the Q on top and the O on bottom. Eventually, it morphed into what we know as the question mark. It seems that the true origin of the question mark is still a question that people are trying to answer. The essential function of a question mark is to make a sentence into a question. One of the main uses of questions is to gather information. Where is the library? What day is it today? Where did I put my phone? Can you help me find something? Where did I put my wallet again? What's your name? Is this gluten-free? Is this organic? How do I get to the park? When we need to know something, or if we're not sure about or want to know about something, we ask a question. Asking questions helps us understand and navigate the world. Without the question mark, we couldn't ask questions. At least it would be harder. Asking questions allows us to explore the world and be able to understand various aspects of the world around us. The question mark also changes the way we sound when we speak. The question mark changes our voices as we ask and say questions. This change in how we sound when we ask questions gives us another way to communicate. We don't only take words into account when we talk to each other. We observe the little things in the way people speak, such as body language, where their eyes look, and the changes in their pitch and voice. The question mark expands the way we communicate to others, and how we understand each other. Now, here comes the more abstract and interesting part of this podcast, the not thought of power of a question mark. Question marks have the power to change the world. I know this sounds a bit far out there, but hear me out. 
When we ask questions, we force ourselves to think about what we're asking and about the subject of our curiosity. What we do with that curiosity is what gives question marks their power. Curiosity killed the cat, and curiosity can make us do some crazy things, like following a talking rabbit down a rabbit hole through a wonderland full of who knows what. Asking questions gives us the ability to change and understand ourselves in ways we might not have thought of before. At this point, you might be thinking, we get it. Asking questions changes us. But what about the part you said about questions having the power to change the world? Don't worry, I'm getting to that. We only begin to understand something when we ask a question about it. All of the major scientific discoveries and theories began with a question. Asking a question is even the first step in the scientific process. When Sir Isaac Newton saw an apple fall, he asked himself, what made that apple fall? Now that I think about it, why do things fall? Why does it fall straight to the ground? While I cannot confirm or deny that Sir Isaac Newton came up with the idea of gravity because of an apple, or if those were his exact thoughts, the power of those questions has changed the way we understand physics and gravity and created Newton's laws of motion. Questions can also help us change and create. One of the first things inventors or entrepreneurs ask themselves when they start out is what is a problem that needs to be solved? That question forces them to reevaluate how others and themselves live in their everyday lives. They begin to question these processes and look for ways to improve upon them. And when those ways don't work out, they ask, why isn't this working? What about my approach needs to change? Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. Besides changing our understanding of the world and creating new things, questions impact how we think about the culture and systems we live in. When people are treated in a certain way, they will ask themselves, why am I being treated this way? Why is this okay? Why can't I be treated better? Why do we treat other people like this? Why isn't anyone doing something about this? These questions have been asked by many oppressed people in the history of the world. French commoners during the time of the French Revolution, slaves on southern plantations, the founding fathers during colonial America, activists in the civil rights movement, just to name a few examples. Questions challenge us to think about ourselves and the world around us. These questions inspire us to do something about the injustices and the things we see wrong in the world. If we didn't ask questions about slavery or the class system of pre-revolution France, would these systems still be in place? Would people have been inspired to do something? That one character on the keyboard has more power than we thought. In a way, questions are the reason I made this podcast. I have a lot of questions about random things and topics in my life. I have a lot of free time, which means I have plenty of time to mull over all kinds of random ideas in my head. The idea for this podcast started because I asked myself, I like podcasts a lot. What would I make one about if I ever made one? How would I even make a podcast to begin with? Eventually, those questions made me do research. And after that, I bought a recorder and I gave it a shot. Now, here I am, writing scripts and sitting in my dark closet talking into this recorder. My asking questions made me think about this podcast 
And now, here it is. Reaching people like me, who love learning about all kinds of different things. It's not only questions that have power, but the inspiration they give us to do something after we have the courage to ask them to begin with. So hopefully, the next time you begin, you write that text to your uncle, or write that email about that job, remember how that one little character on the keyboard can change the whole text, or email, or even change the world today. So there you have it, the importance of question marks. I hope that the passion I have as I was thinking about this topic reaches out and is obvious in this episode. It's topics like these that make me excited when I decide to make a new episode, begin writing, or just even think about sending in my closet rants to record. Well, that's it for this episode of Audio Essays from My Closet. Thanks again for listening. And please, take the time to leave a review on whatever device or platform you're listening to this on. Since this is still a new podcast, every review this podcast gets will help Audio Essays from My Closet, the bi-weekly podcast. Edited, written, and directed by me, Joseph. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time.